0: Brought to you by Big Comedy Network.
1: Hey, it's me, Yamini, and you're listening to Pillow Fight. If you want more of us, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pillow Fight Pod. If you love us, leave us a review in the Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts. We've got an amazing episode in store for you, so buckle up. Thanks so much for listening. Pillow Fight, Pillow Fight Here's made of goose. We got
0: feathers flying everywhere. Mine's made of
2: goose. Pillow fight, pillow fight. This is so fun. Pillow fighting. Why is it so fun? Fight.
1: Today on Pillow Fight, I'm joined by Shelby Woolstein, a Los Angeles based writer, actor, and comedian. She's also the co-host of the podcast Keeping Records with her platonic husband, Caleb Heron. You can find more of Shelby on Instagram and Twitter at Shelby Woolstein. In this episode, we discuss weird celebrity parenting, which gyms are secretly cults, and all the ways we scam teachers back in the day. Fuck. Mary. Kill. Fuck Mary. Kill. So, for the Fuck Mary Kill, you mentioned to me that you just found out that. Alicia Silverstone, Baby Birds, Her Son, which I didn't know, but Could I Did Google it. I did Google it. And this <laughs> made me think about what other weird things that celebrity parents do with their children. So this just had me thinking about some celebrities and how they parent because it must be like a strange world being parented by celebrities. So I have three scenarios. First off, of course, when her son was an infant, Clueless star Alicia Silverstone was seen baby birding her son, which is a technique that's named after the practice by which birds feed their young. So they chew up their food and then they kind of like spit it into their children's mouth. And that's how the babies have their food. Number two is Snooky. So Jersey, store, Jersey Shore star Snooki you know, he did her homework before having children. In the few months leading up to motherhood, she carried a baby doll around with her everywhere she went to practice for what it would be like to have a baby baby around with her everywhere she went. And number three, Christina Aguilera keeps several artistic female nudes hung throughout her house in order to teach her son a lesson about women who are sexually empowered. So... Alicia Silverstone. They're not of her. Are they of her? <laughs> I don't think they're of her. She says okay. she's an art collector. <laughs> so I think that they are just like fancy art. So Alicia okay. Silverstone's Baby Birding, Snicky's uh, Barbie doll baby, and Christina Aguilera's uh, House Full of Nudes, Fuck, Mary, Kill, these parenting techniques. What would you do?
2: I guess it's tough because I'm like, okay, I actually kind of agree with Christina Aguilera on it being powerful. But ultimately, like, imagine inviting a friend over to your house. (laughs) So I'm like, I think I have to fuck that. I don't think I can marry it. But then I'm like, well, which one do I marry? And I do think the baby doll is the least weird. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have to kill. Like, I can deal with a baby doll being around all the time. I cannot deal with someone, like, regurgitating their food into a baby all the Uh time. So you can't marry baby birding. I think you have to kill baby burning. You have to marry the baby doll and you have to uh, fuck the tasteful nudes.
1: What do you think, like, Snooki could have learned from doing that with a doll? I
2: literally don't know because unless it's one of those, because I had a doll growing up. This is mortifying. My siblings (laughs) make fun of me for this all the time. I begged for this and took it everywhere with me. A doll that did poop. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, (laughs) you had to put a mixture in there to make sure it would poop. There was like, (laughs) there's a process (laughs) involved in that. So if you're getting one of those, I mean, you at least have sort of that aspect.
1: to change. Yeah.
2: Feeding it to make sure it poops, letting it poop, figuring out the poop. But like, you have no repercussions. The baby fall. like, (laughs) I literally think for her, it was, I'm going to lose this baby. I'm going to (laughs) not... I think for her, it was like, if I don't learn how to keep something with me all the time, I will lose my baby (laughs) physically. And so it wasn't about responsibility of like taking care of a kid so much as it was like, if I go out, I can't lose the kid. I got to keep it with me.
1: I'm just like, how is that different than carrying around like a purse? (laughs) Like in the functionality of the, the thing being kind of the same in that it's just kind of like there and you're kind of carrying it. It's not. But she's used to the purse. She's yeah. already has the purse. She's got the purse with it.
2: Now she's it's like, like How phone, do wallet, keys, yeah. mask,
1: baby. <laughs> yeah. She has yeah. To, yeah.
2: It's like, she has to get a new rhythm in life. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, phone, wallet, keys, baby.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and now she's reminding herself. It's putting yourself in the rhythm before, you know,
1: there's I mean, whatever like works, story. whatever works. I respect that. You know, if it, if it made her a better mom, then
2: go off. I once literally like Watched a woman put her baby on the floor at the train station, and had to like, and it was one of the scariest moments of my life. I almost acquired the baby.
1: The thing about parenting is that <laughs> anyone can have a baby, but like, why does everyone get to raise a baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, like, I'm, I'm not advocating for eugenics or anything here. Like, I think everyone <laughs> should be able to reproduce freely, but. I don't know if everyone should be able to, like, be a parent. I was
2: listening to something, like, two days ago where they were, like, oh, it was Elliot Glazer on some podcast. Don't know Mm -hmm. which one. I don't know her last name, so I'm not going to say the podcast name. Her first name's Naomi. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And he was, like, I think if you're going to have a baby, the government should make you get therapy first.
1: Yeah. And then they say, like, okay. (laughs) I... I really think that right now, any expense I'm incurring into like bettering my mental health should become a tax write-off once I have children. Yes. Like, I'll save it up for then.
2: Yeah. You it's know? like, okay, how much therapy did you do? And it's like, all right, that is free diapers. That is, that <laughs> you are set on so many things mm-hmm. because you have taken care of yourself, your brain, yeah. your mind. Yeah. My mom has joined sort of like a cult. And the cult is, and I know that sounds like I'm kidding, but I really don't think I am. I haven't been, but it my understanding is it is mm-hmm. a cult. And it um is actually making her a better person. I think that is the thing about cults. is like there's a reason you get into it. There's a reason it sucks you in. And she like, really is getting in touch with herself, but ultimately is also like falling deeper into the arms of the cult. What than it is what makes you think it's a cult? What is like, oh, everything it? about it it's called Psy. Um, you have to like get more people to join as you become part of it. And you go to these retreats for like a month and you pay for mm-hmm. them for it. And it is, it becomes your whole life. Like all of her friends now are from Psy. All of her, everything is Psy. Everything she does is Psy. And I'm like, Damn, okay. And she keeps being like, you should join. And I'm like, I don't want to. I'm not gonna. Um, but she
1: is in a cult. When does an MLM become a cult? Um, at what point? I think it's a certain because to me this is sounding MLM but MLM-ing. there's no product.
2: There's no product. Okay.
1: Well an MLM becomes
2: a cult when there's no
1: product involved. Okay. I think once I think some of them they're like, is there really a product that you're selling here? <laughs> Or is it kind of an ideology or kind of a vague thing with no lines or limitations? Like, what do they do on their retreat? Vibe. I really don't even know. Like, I, my mom keeps trying to get me to go to one
2: Mm -hmm. and I don't want to, um, mostly because it sounds really bad. And um, one of my mom's friends went with her to one because my mom like begged. Mm -hmm. And she, like, wasn't allowed out. Like, once you went in, you weren't allowed out. And she had to sneak through the bathroom door. Window.
1: Oh. Okay. Cold. Yeah. Not an MLM. Could your, could your mom, like, leave the group now if she wanted to?
2: I really don't know. I think it would be hard. My f- mom's friend went to, like, the one, like, a day thing. And mm-hmm. then they were like, okay, now everyone has to commit to the next week. And she okay. was like, oh, I'm good. And they were like, no. And she was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, I couldn't get out of it. Like, I kept trying. I was giving excuses. They were countering. And she was like, so I said I had to go to the bathroom and I stuck out the window.
1: Okay, this is like canceling a gym membership, though.
2: Yeah, well, gyms are Have, you ever, have you ever
1: canceled a gym membership? I have absolutely canceled a credit card instead. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know how to cancel a gym membership and I've instead been like I'm challenging this with my bank. They <laughs> are
1: difficult to to cancel and to the point where I was looking for an apartment recently and I spent a lot of time trying to find an apartment with a had a fitness center in the basement because I knew I knew that it would, it was easier to break a lease than to cancel a gym membership. And I was like, you know what, if I need to just like, if I need to leave, (laughs) I'll be able to leave and I can leave the treadmills behind too. But I do not know how to leave a gym. And I, I tried to do, I did some sort of like few months discounted gym membership when I was in LA doing an internship a few years ago. And I thought I had canceled it and they were still like charging me like some tiny fee a month. That was like the fee that I paid to park for an extra 30 minutes every day as opposed to like just an hour it was very very convoluted but it seems like that that's like they're really getting into the cult model
2: yeah i do think some gyms are cults. some gyms aren't
1: yeah no, but, some, but gyms some gyms really gyms really super are. are
2: like uh equinox equinox is a cult
1: yeah barry's boot camp cult barry's Bootcamp cult but then like
2: oh what's the one with the orange orange theory not yeah, a cult not a cult People don't like it as much. CrossFit cult, cult. CrossFit is a religious cult.
1: Yeah, CrossFit is like Christian. CrossFit is <laughs> yeah, like
2: Cross. CrossFit is a Christian cult. But you know, Equinox is more of a a rich people
1: cult. Equinox is like kind of on par with Scientology to me. Yeah, they've got some of the like celebs in there, and they've got some regular people, and someone's going to worst- leave. There's gonna be a documentary one day where some star comes out and exposes Equinox. So,
2: and I can't wait. I yeah. but the thing about Equinox is that it does look beautiful. Okay, the machines are all like black and white. I'm like, sure, <laughs> why not? I think I um, don't know how it is different because the machines at my any gym I've ever belonged to are also black, but somehow different. They're not sleek. The ones at Equinox are chic.
1: Yeah, I think they like just you know they they don't sweat, they glow. Those mm. machines, just like the people inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, just something about it. I think you kind of like when you walk through the doors, they spray some sort of like Wizard of Oz thing on you, and you kind of look and you're like, it's aspirational. I don't know. I think branding is a huge part of it for <laughs> sure. I'm wondering if you have to wean a baby off of baby birding the same way that you wean them off the of breastfeeding. I mean,
2: I got I. You can't have can it, it forever. Can it be good for your digestive system to not have to digest your food? Like their bodies aren't learning how to digest food like normal people.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, but see, I learned how to digest food like normal people and I'm still not okay. So That's I don't so know. That's so fair. That's I so think, fair. Is it, you know, the, is it ultimately the same as baby food just
2: made sort of in an organic way? Like baby food is mashed up food.
1: I think okay. Gwyneth Paltrow is like a few uh like contracts away from chewing up food, spitting it out, putting it in a jar, and selling it on goop. So and I'll
2: buy. Just kidding, I don't like Gwyneth. But I would buy, just for the joke.
1: Um <laughs> but I think I might fuck that situation, the baby birding your child, because I honestly find it kind of like funny. I think it's like <laughs> it is funny. I'm I'm like people. It, yeah, I don't see how it's that different, really, from from um, from baby food. And maybe it's like you know, I get to try some new foods, and you know, I don't have to I don't have to do the work of digesting them. But I can, you know, try some fun flavors and then share.
2: I do have some. There are pros and cons. Okay, one pro for the mom: you can eat whatever you want. Like I could have French fries, yeah, fully taste them and not. <laughs> Digest. no <laughs> consequence on my body <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question though and it's like what is the transport process are we making am I macking with my kid I don't want to
1: yeah I don't want to either I think I think best situation is like there's like a either I don't want to spit it out either I <laughs> think a tube is like the best way um, but I think or I could just spit it out in a bowl and have the kid eat it also, I was the kind of baby who never ate anything like I would have I had a friend who was a year and a half younger than me, who when I was age six, used to have to come over and feed me because um, I was just the kind of baby who just would not eat like I refused to do it unless somebody was like putting the food in my mouth. And I think that this may have like been fun for me. So um well, it makes it a collaborative process. Yeah. And everyone like, loves to collaborate. You know, there's the pressure's not entirely on me <laughs> to like do this, you know? Um, there also is that, like, you know how some kids like won't eat food
2: unless their parents take a bite because they're like, it's bad. I know it's, it's bad. Yeah. There's that, but they're still not eating it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That,
1: they're still spitting it back up. Also,
2: yeah. Are you then teaching your kid to spit their food out? Because that's an annoying thing that some kids I babysit will do is like, not like skinny. something and spit it
1: out. I don't know. This is also the things I hate. I've always hated people who were like terribly picky eaters, not mm-hmm. in a way that like they just didn't like certain things, but in that they wouldn't try certain things. And yes. I don't know if that's like if that would better or reinforce that kind of behavior. You know, the well, kind the- of kid who only brings chicken nuggets and like Hawaiian rolls to lunch.
2: I knew a kid who, honest to God, would only eat a food if it was like pale beige plain noodles toast
0: cheerios
2: like all he would eat and he was like my best friend when I was a kid so every time I went over there I was like great I guess I'm eating white food I don't know
1: does, <laughs> like, like he have, the he have color right
2: now I don't know he just got engaged he goes to a lot of run fairs
1: whoa well
2: and I'm not saying that that's bad or no, good. I think. I'm just saying. I just don't know a lot of people who are
1: you know? Yeah, he seems like he's
2: gotten kind of weird is the problem.
1: Does, does he, like, what's the other thing called? Medieval times. He would love that. Okay. I, think. I, I feel like I loved that as a kid, too. But I don't remember. Did. I went
2: for, like, a field trip. Mm-hmm, me, too. And it was cool. Uh-huh. I, I remember feeling, like, a little left out because I don't eat meat. and they. Had like those massive chicken legs, turkey legs, chicken yes. legs, something. Yes. And everyone was like chowing down, and they gave me some like minestrone soup. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." Okay.
1: <laughs> I think I was also vegetarian at the time that I went to medieval times. I stopped being vegetarian at. I had a reverse journey. The same way that <laughs> I, the same way that I came to my bisexuality in a reverse way, and that I started with women and then uh, found men. I. <laughs> I grew up ten years of my life vegetarian, and then slowly started eating fish and chicken, and occasionally some red. Meat. A real Benjamin Button's journey. Yeah, I think I've had a lot of backwards <laughs> experiences, um, but yeah, I don't know. So I don't know about this. I think that I think I'm gonna fuck the baby birding. Um,
2: Have that. I love that for you. Um, I won't kink shame.
1: I think that the Christina Aguilera. <laughs> having the the nudes in her home could backfire. It could be a kid who is becomes very ashamed of like having friends over because like mommy has naked Mm -hmm. women all over the walls. And then he grows up to become an incel and resents his mother for having, uh, you know, like, for being empowered in her sexuality. I think maybe we need, like, more of, like, a, just a care and keeping of you kind of book situation. I don't think we need, like, female nudes, like, uh, Art Institute gallery on the walls. Right. So so
2: you're, you're marrying the baby doll.
1: Yeah, just like you. You also married the baby doll. I married the baby doll. Um, and I think that, you know, no harm, no foul. There is no... There is gain for Snooki here in that she is learning how to be a mother. There is uh, no con for anyone around her, except they have to see a grown woman carrying around a baby doll, which, you know, fun. Honestly, we need more of that kind of energy. It's fun. Um, I spent the last year not seeing anyone. I would have loved to see, you know. Someone
2: holding a baby doll. A
1: Jersey Shore star carrying around a doll in the grocery store. Like, I would have loved that. And I think that, you know, if it made her feel, like, confident when her baby came, good for her. Like, that's, she's, yeah. she's making the right moves. I think the Alicia Silverstone thing, and, like, that could be gross. It could have negative impact consequences, you know. But it's, it's, it intrigues me. The Christina Aguilera thing, that also sounds, like, kind of expensive uh, to, you know, have to collect that much art to teach your son about empowered women. Um, yeah, it's like,
2: you know, people teach their kids for free.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I think the sneaky thing I would marry.
2: Okay. yeah. I have too many questions to fuck the Alicia Silverstone thing. I just think I, it's like, you know, when someone hasn't been tested and you're like, I'm not so sure. That's how I feel about it.
1: But you've never fucked anyone who you'd have a bunch of questions about because I've done that a lot of times.
2: I, I really, really touche. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really, really, really touche. <laughs> I think like um, the Christina Aguilera thing reminds me of like in college, some like really hot, like really smart person who like gets around a lot. Who I'm like almost like not fun enough for me. That it's too, like so perfect seeming, like or so successful. Like I want, I want a challenge. And I want so, a mess. I want a yeah. little mess. Yeah. yeah, I hear that. Not for not to marry, but like to fuck, yeah, I would like a little mess. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Like, I feel in this game of fuck, marry, kill that marry and kill are much closer options than, um, than... than Yeah, they're
2: absolutes. Yeah. They're
0: absolutes.
1: Yeah. Because what does fuck even mean? It's up to you. (laughs) You know what killing is. It's more of a concept.
2: Fuck is more of a concept.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Last week, I two weeks ago, two episodes ago, we did fuck, marry, kill about a lot of people's responses to cancel culture. And I posted a clip on Instagram of me saying that I would fuck Joe Rogan, saying that white men wouldn't be allowed to go outside anymore um, because of cancel culture, because I think that would be fun because white men, it, I hope that he, what he's saying comes true. And I hope that they don't get to go outside anymore. And like, just, you know, the streets I are know, outside, free of yeah. them. And yeah. so many, so many people are like, you would fuck this situation. Like you're sick in the head. Like you would fuck <laughs> the idea of people having to be locked up in their homes. And yet you say that you're, you know, a progressive who believes in like, you know, decarcerate, decarceral. Stuff. I'm like, like, okay.
2: The internet is perfect. And there's <laughs> yeah, not a single no thing problem. wrong with it. There's this,
1: When problem. we created
2: the internet, we knew what we were doing. We did it right the first time no notes,
1: no notes at all. I feel like I've referenced this on this podcast so many times that it always just feels so relevant because so much of what I talk about on this is like pop culture and the internet. But I once read that humans are only evolved to know like 40 people or like to be able to perceive of like 40 people because our brains haven't evolved from like the time when we were in this way, from when we were like cavemen to only being able to conceptualize of like two social circles outside of our own and so now that we kind of can know anyone we want
2: yeah I can know the world it's,
1: it's very much an overload but I think that I think about that a lot and how I'm like what 40 people would I put in that circle I don't know
2: yeah that's weird my my friend Kennedy Kennedy Baldwin has a game that she's made me play before that is like I don't know why this made me think of it. Maybe it's stupid, but I will say it. It is. So you're having a party. Mm -hmm. You can only invite eight people. Okay. But you can't tell people who are invited. So like you tell everyone that you're having a party and only your eight closest friends or something are supposed to show up. How many people of that eight will show up and how many people thinking they're in that eight will show up and shouldn't. And then like, We've done, like, naming names and stuff. Being like, oh, I think this person would show up, but they wouldn't be in my eight. Do you know what I'm
1: saying? I don't yeah. to explain that well. Because, I think I would um, have, like, five that would be true. And then there would be three, probably. Um, stra- like. And the three direction. stragglers would not be, like, my second tier. Like, the next eight. They would be, like, people in So the-
2: far off. <laughs> yeah. So far yeah. off that, like, text a lot. And you're like, what's happening? <laughs>
1: I'm like, you're very nice and I like you, but you definitely think that we are best friends and I don't know anything about you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I it was it's really hard. maybe it was supposed to be like five. I just remember once I sat there and I was like, I don't even know how to narrow down my five. Mm -hmm. So then how could anyone narrow down if they're in the five? And then there's also the people who'd be like, maybe I'm not in her five. And then it's like, well, that's really sad if they're in my five. They don't think it.
1: Yeah. It's a tough How many experiment. people's how many people's fives do you think that you would be in? That's the other thing. It's like yeah. if I knew this
2: was happening, there are so many people's parties I wouldn't go to just out of the fear of being like,
1: <laughs> would you find out? <laughs> turned away
2: at the door. I would be so scared to be turned away at the door that I would just be like, yeah, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> I don't wanna go. I don't wanna know the truth. Schrodinger's cat. I don't have to know. If mm-hmm. I don't go, I don't have to know.
1: Yeah. I think it's like Weird to know. I I used to know a friend group in college who literally had a social hierarchy that was not really spoken aloud, but often alluded to. Where there were like three people at the top, and then there was like the next tier of like wingmen, and then at the bottom there were these like people who, when it benefited them, you're talking about a sorority. But I guess some of them were in a (laughs) sorority. But like it was a specific one specific friend group I knew in college. I don't want I, everyone who I went to college with is going to know exactly what I'm talking about when they hear this. That's all I need to say. Um, <laughs> but it was it was actually absurd the way that they operated. And then there were like people at the bottom who would like glom on to people in power, but they would kind of cycle through, you know, trendiness in the friend group. It was all very weird.
2: That's uh, wild. There was kind of that in my middle school. I went to all girls school and there was like that is a
1: very middle school thing to do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There was, yeah. and they would name their group of friends. And so you would know if you weren't in it because the names always had to do with the initials of the people in it.
1: Yeah. 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 Brutal. We, we had, um, we had, my, my high school was very odd named clicks, but they were all like very random. Um, I
2: wish it was random. Instead, it was like, we
1: are (laughs) Kale. (laughs) I
2: don't want to name names. Katie,
1: Alexa, Louisa, and Ella.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm not (laughs) Kale. Understood. (laughs) And then you would go to like one of the sleepovers and you'd you'd be like, for today, we're Kales.
1: (laughs) So sad. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of Penn (laughs) 15. So true. Yeah. Yeah. All right, do you want to go into the Would You Rather? Would you rather, would you rather, would you rather? Let's play a game of Would You Rather? Okay, so uh, I don't know if you remember, but a few years ago, Melania Trump wore a jacket that said, I don't really care, do you? While flying to go visit the border entertainment facilities. And now we have a new first lady and Jill Biden wore a jacket that said love in like sparkly bedazzled letters to the G7 summit. And um, we hate Melania more than we hate Jill, but I have to say, both of these jackets are very, very tacky and <laughs> um, seem like they would have been sold at Forever 21, 2008, but are now on a public scale in the 2010s. So, would you rather have like a highlight of your career, whatever that might be? So, winning an award, you know, going on some sort of tour or something. I don't know what, what that would be, whatever that means to you, captured while you're wearing like a hideous, hideous outfit that everyone tears apart. Or in your laundry day underwear?
2: I'd be caught in my laundry. So I might not yeah. wearing pants.
1: Yeah, just caught in your laundry day
2: underwear. No pants.
1: Unless you're under. Or is it just
2: like peaking? <laughs>
1: no. Just- <laughs> like, mm, like, you know, those bad dreams that people have where they're like, yes. kind of show up somewhere in their underwear. It wouldn't be like your career is captured in this. you the like, highlight of your career is captured in your laundry underwear. But you're like, you are caught. You're caught out. With. someone, someone snags a, a, paparazzi pic or like a, you know, one of your friends shames you on your birthday with a picture of you in your laundry day underwear.
2: Laundry day underwear—it's so relatable. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be one of the people. <laughs> yeah, I think that also, it's also really... it doesn't
2: read on me. It's not a read on me. It's like, oh, I just was. You caught me on a bad day. It has nothing to do with like a choice I made.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a choice you made once whenever you bought both that underwear, but I just think it's much more proletariat and the, and the, the weird, the weird outfits are 1% because you always see very rich people at award ceremonies in the most fuggly things. And I'm like, how do you pay that much for a stylist and yet have no taste?
2: Truly. Yeah. I, as soon as I have the money for a stylist, I'm going to look good and effortless at all times. No one's gonna know that I'm styled, but I'm styled.
1: No one's gonna know you're styled, And your stylist's gonna revolt because you're not publicizing them. No one's know. gonna know I'm not paying them enough. <laughs> they don't need. They don't need me. If anyone asks,
2: it'll be like a like an under the table thing. Like, oh, call her. She's yeah, great. yeah. But no one's gonna be like, damn, she has a stylist, huh? I'm
1: this gonna have a stylist, so- but we're gonna have we're gonna have a serious talk, and if they ever put me in something that ugly and convince me of it and then the next day Vanity Fair writes a tell-all about how hideous I look I'm right I'm 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 going public I'm going public I'm secrets. naming names I'm, going I'm public naming with names secrets because I don't know nope 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 I think it's really embarrassing to be caught in a hideous outfit It is.
2: It's so much worse than underwear.
1: Yeah. Underwear is just underwear. Like everyone wears it. Yeah. Like who cares? It's like
2: everyone has a really old pair of underwear that you're just sort of like, yeah, every once in a while I'm on my period and I got to wear them. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) What do you want from me? And people aren't really, people who don't know you aren't really going to judge you for it as an adult because it's like, yeah, like you, those weren't really meant for us to see anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's not like you're in middle school and like, you know, Everyone's like, ha, you wear any panties when it's like you're supposed to be wearing thongs by now? Um, no. So I think it's, it's way less embarrassing, Way less. Yeah.
2: It's, yeah, it's not an intention. If you're wearing an ugly outfit, the intention was for it to be cool. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. If you're wearing laundry under uh, and you're caught, the intention was for it to never be seen. <laughs> yes. So you're like, oh, I mean, we all know what happened here. This yeah. This is a mistake. <laughs> Versus, like, oh, I was totally off base in what I thought looked good, and mm-hmm. and and I have nobody close enough to me to tell me that it that was bad.
1: Know. Yeah, yeah. I started having those nightmares about not about showing up to school in underwear, except it during COVID they were that I was showing up to places without masks, and I think that they're finally going to start stopping now that mask restrictions are being lifted, which is interesting. We'll see.
2: I. I've been rock climbing,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which, you know, I hate to make public, but it is true. And the, my rock gym was like, so nobody has to wear masks anymore for us. We're not going to make you wear, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask when you're climbing. If you're not vaccinated, you do, mm-hmm. but we will not check. So it's fully an on our system.
1: Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know about I think- that. I think like the Venn diagram of people who want to wear a mask and want and don't want to get vaccinated like don't want to, yeah, is like very very minimal overlap,
2: yeah, it's like if you didn't get vaccinated, I know you also don't really want to wear a mask at this time, yeah. so like then I'm like, so then I keep wearing a mask because. I don't know who to trust in this gym but then I'm like then everyone's going to think I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> and I am. It's a tricky slope.
0: Yeah. What if you just
1: kind of like get one of those uh maybe like you 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 wear kind of one of those uh athletic shirts that uh is a kind of a turtlenecky thing and you just kind of uh, tuck it. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I start like stitching on my mask, like vaccinated, just nervous.
1: <laughs> I think like at a climbing gym, you're 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 usually so far in the vertical air from someone else anyway, so it's uh... that's true for the
2: most part. Although, like every once in a while, you're like, wa- like someone like falls off the wall, like right next to you. And you're like, oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, there you are. Are you? Do you boulder? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I'm never so powerful, so strong. I was never very good at that, but I liked uh, being attached to the. The, the rope, rope and pulling. Well, that
2: feels much better, but you have to, then you have to like have someone that one is belaying you and two is feeling your weight at all times.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: It's like, I don't really want to be doing that.
1: There are some places that have
2: like auto. Auto belays. Auto blaze. Yeah. I was told once at a bouldering gym that I'll never be very good because I'm not tall enough to be. But I'm 5'1 and
1: they told me at a bouldering gym that I was very impressive for my height
2: for your height that's the problem yeah but the they were
1: thing. they they gathered other employees in the gym to come watch at how skilled I was based on my height
2: <laughs> Liar. so you're lying
1: <laughs> okay they didn't gather other employees but they did praise the shit out of me and said that I had or very <laughs> I, had, I had very flexible limbs and incredible lower body strength that um made up for my lack of vertical right. credit. Vertical prowess. Credit. Yeah. Yeah. I am
2: roughly one as well. But if they set the rocks too far apart, I'm fucked. What am I going to do? Leap? Yeah. I don't have a rope. I'm not going to leap. I'm going to die.
1: Yeah. You're just going to fall backwards. Into That's <laughs> the thing why I liked, why I oh, liked perfect. being attached to a belay was because I could just kind of sit, stand there and like, you know, someone else is, someone else is uh, kind of taking care of me and I'm just, yeah. Yeah.
2: I like rock climbing with a rope. It's just, there's, you know, there's another person involved. Sometimes you can get one from the gym. Sometimes you have to know one. And you're like, cool, I'll go for, it's like, what a negotiation. If you're bouldering, it's like, I get there, I get on the wall.
0: Nobody bothers me. I'm done when I want to be done. Period.
1: I think I also like the release feeling of getting to the top and then just letting go and be, and like just coming down. They're so
2: like bouncing off the wall. I'm doing it yeah. as if anyone that's listening yeah. to ever know what I'm doing, <laughs> but where you like, poof, poof. <laughs> <Yes>. like <laughs> that is one of the best feelings in the world. That mm-hmm. is, that is Willy Wonka in the bubble chamber. That is that's they should have weightlessness. That's they should offer
1: a, sur- a service at rock climbing gyms that's just people get to do that Like they, they take yeah. you to the top they like push you all the way to the top and you just get to like come down it's like it's like a tower of terror but you know a more one-on-one experience
2: <laughs> tower of kind of floating. yeah
1: the yeah tower okay. of comfort the second would you rather is that I mentioned that we talked about uh, three white men's opinions on cancel culture recently. Now I have a non-white man's opinion on cancel culture, which is that Kevin Hart said that he simply cannot make work without people shitting on him, shitting on it anymore. Yet he is also the most well-paid comedian around. Uh, I don't know, like in his life or in this time or whatever, but he is supposedly the most well-paid comedian. So he just produces a sheer volume of work and most of it is, not liked, but he's producing a lot um he's rich it doesn't really matter i don't know if he's making it for the love of the game or for the money but i don't know if you would rather be rich as fuck and have none of your work have any positive critical reception or make like very little money doing whatever it is that you actually want to do but be universally regarded as like one of the most talented people just somehow like you've signed a deal with with the devil that you can't keep any of the money you make doing it or something
2: you can't but you're successful you just can't keep it
1: yeah it's just like you're not making any money from it you're making very very little money from doing this even though you are very successful so you wouldn't be able to sustain your life on that
2: I feel like it feels so noble to choose that one (laughs) but that is the one I want to choose but I'm like who the fuck do I think I am do you know what I mean
1: yeah I'm like (laughs) I'm like, I kind of want to be extra noble right now and pick the first one and then use the money to fund the second people. So I'll take the first one. I'll make the money and then I'll give you a grant. I'll like give you a, a grant, but it, it, you can't make money from doing what you do. So I'll just, it'll be a gift in, in my it'll name. It'll be a gift. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that we've worked out a great little deal right there.
2: So then you're just, so in the first one, you're problematic.
1: Uh uh-huh. but but I you're making you-
2: up for it you're doing damage control on your image
1: listen I think that we won't achieve true representation until we have as many problematic queer women of color as we do uh cis white men and so I'm doing my part contributing to diversity in the media yeah
2: that's all we can hope for
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
2: all yeah, right. it feels so it feels so self-congratulatory to be like I would want the success money or not. <laughs> but
1: Yeah, I mean I think like if you're if your parents are some sort of if it's nepotism that would work out. But mm. <laughs> but I don't, <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have that going for me. I don't have that. So, you know, why I'm just I'm very curious. I didn't know. I didn't realize that Kevin Hart was the most well-paid comedian until this week but I
2: he does so many little things you know
1: Mm -hmm.
2: he's doing so many ads he's kind of like Shaquille O'Neal but Shaquille O'Neal rocks I love Shaq. Shaq deserves the world yeah if I ever hear anything bad about Shaq it'll break my heart yeah but Shaq has like all these franchises he does all these ads he does like all those things and so he's just like getting paid left and right Kevin Hart's doing that too Kevin Hart has like Little videos with athletes that he does in the ice bath. And then he has, like, his his big movies. And he does, like, little shows and little appearances.
1: He's booked and busy.
2: Everything he does is little because he's so little.
1: Oh, that was, like, cute almost. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, same, Kevin Hart.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's close to being cute, but then he's sort of, like, homophobic and stuff.
1: Yeah, I just, I... <laughs> Again, we need better short kings. I'm I'm lobbying for um, increased representation of uh, minority groups, including villainous queer of color, and more. Um, you know, short kings who are allies to various communities.
2: Um, Amr Rizbud is on your list.
1: Oh yeah. Hey, he's uh, he's he's been on this podcast. He's 54. Anyone listening? You're looking short for king. a progressive short King to put all your <laughs> money behind. It's um, got to be on a Yeah. Okay. Right now you're all going to go, go to his page and, and, and tweet at him. You're our progressive short King. If you're still listening to the podcast, I would like that you do that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Now that's you over. guys.
2: Thank you. That was awesome.
1: I like how you put your little spin on it. <laughs> uh, would you like to play Truth or Dare? Sure. Truth or Dare. dare. Truth or Dare. All right. Shelby, Truth or Dare?
2: Um, I guess Dare. I don't know okay. what you could do to me on a, on a pod, so I'm just choosing it.
1: Um, Could you... Could you call someone close to you in your family or a friend or someone um, describing a rash on your thigh in vivid detail? And you, I want you to suggest potential things that could have caused it. Just kind of overall, worry out loud about your thigh rash and ask if you should see a doctor about it. But only after you've exhausted all your worries about the thigh rash.
2: Okay. Hold on. I can't do my mom because I've
0: had so many bizarre rashes that she (laughs) will, um, she would
1: blast
2: me. She would put me on blast.
1: Um, I feel like everyone has a rash plug, which is like not really a plug. It's the opposite of a plug. But somebody (laughs) that you send your weird like skin problems to and be like, what is, should I be worried? I feel like everyone has that one person in their life.
2: I once had a rash. That when I fi- when they finally figured out what it was, it turned out to be something that they hadn't seen since the nineteen twenties. What? And I was like, hold I on, didn't, I
1: didn't know you were like a rash queen. I, this is just coincidence. Yeah, I'm
2: a, I'm a rashy oh. bitch. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Um, I have a question. Do you have a rash right now?
0: Kill me. What? I have this rash on my leg,
2: and I don't know if if you have it too. Don't tell
0: me that.
2: When it's like.
0: Well,
2: now I'm checking. Okay. Well, it's like on. It's like it's on like the inside of my thigh, and I'm just like I don't know. I feel like if I have it, you uh, should like. It's like it's not. It doesn't hurt, but it doesn't feel you good know. either. You think I either out? No, I'm asking if, I don't know who gave it to who. I'm asking if I have it, it's possible you have it. And I'm worried. You don't have a rash? Do you think I have to go to the doctor? I
0: would.
2: You would go? (laughs) You would? Yeah, I think I
0: would.
2: You don't even know much about it. What if I'm fine? What if I'm totally fine and I'm making it up? Send
0: me a pic. (laughs)
2: Okay. (laughs) I'll send you a pic. Okay. Okay.
0: Bye.
2: Okay, have a good day. <laughs> Who is that? That's the girl I'm dating. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought okay, be more, that, I thought she would be more intense about it because she's kind
1: of a hypochondriac, but she didn't get Um it. if it's someone that you're dating and it's a rash on your inner thigh <laughs> and you're worried that she gave it to you, I feel like the stakes are higher <laughs> than <laughs> I guess it um, makes sense why why you should why you should go to a doctor about it, but
0: Yeah, well she's worried. She's worried yeah. for herself. What picture are you um, gonna send her? Oh, do I have to send
1: a picture? No, I feel like she's waiting for a picture right now. <laughs> I think you just send her a selfie with your thumb up.
2: <laughs> oh, I Googled rash and then she's gonna send her. <laughs> Uh, oh my god some of these pictures are really scary okay (laughs) um well I nailed it I'm I'm talented I'm strong um truth or dare
0: truth
2: truth okay um what oh I had one that I was really excited about but what was it do you know um oh what's the biggest lie that you haven't been caught for
1: yet well, I guess I'll be caught for it now. Exactly. Um, biggest lie.
2: It doesn't have to be a big one. It could be little, but just like the most dramatic for no reason. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I am mean, going to be honest with you, I've just tweeted out this actually. I lie a lot because I treat most of life like it's improv. And I don't mean to lie. Just sometimes like I'm in a conversation with someone and I'm like, this is way more interesting than what actually happened. So, like, why don't I just say it? And not with, like, important personal facts, but, like, if I'm telling a story that's, like, irrelevant to anything or anyone involved, I'm like, why not just make it better to tell? So that's my relationship (laughs) with lies. But let's see if I can think of a big one. Hmm. In childhood, there were a lot of times I fully lied to teachers about like them inputting my grade. I was one of those i was like i was like share from clueless and that I would fully argue my way back up to the grades that I wanted but um <laughs> I would just do it by lying i would I would tell them that they had messed something up and like uh you know forge some documents and and get so
2: yeah, you know. okay, I want the worst lie in that vein that I tried to tell and got absolutely blasted for was I didn't do a paper and I tried to turn one in, that I had like passed through wingdings. Like I had like typed a bunch of random letters, threw it into wingdings, like did whatever. And it was like, oh, something happened when I went from like my Mac to PC. And they were like, no, it didn't. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, my paper was deleted. When I went Mac to PC, they were like, you're uh, really stupid. When was (laughs) this? Well, if I tell you, it's more embarrassing because it was like junior year
1: <laughs> <laughs> of high school. Yeah. Okay. I I was feel like that's, feel like that's a, a high school move for sure. I don't think. I
2: tried. True. I got caught, but I did try.
1: Something that I once did was I would make all the periods a greater size font so that it would give me a little padding in a, in a paper or. Yeah.
2: Find all, period, change. Yes. I was big on that.
1: Yeah, like commas, all the punctuation. But yeah.
2: yeah. I was was doing a lot with with what I had.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. Truth or dare?
0: (laughs) Truth.
2: Why not?
1: Okay. This is also about lying. But have (gasps) you ever lied on a resume? That's like part one. Part two is, have you ever had to like do the thing that you said you could do but couldn't do and like had to? figure it out is there any instance that's ever happened I've mostly white lied like none of my life because
2: I don't know I guess I haven't had to yet because I had like the same job for a while but I always say that I can speak Spanish Mm -hmm. and that's been true at times but (laughs) I haven't spoken like I've been partially fluent in my life yeah. At this moment, if someone came to me and spoke in, like, fast Spanish, would I be able to, like, respond? No. It would take me a minute. I'd be like, can you say that slower? And yeah. I'd have to, like, break it down, and then my response would be really bare bones. But I did have to help lead, like, a training of, like, support in other languages thing at my company, and I was like, oh, uh-huh. I can't do that. I'm simply... I'm simply barely speaking Spanish these days so that's yeah I mean kind of not a juicy answer but it is unanswered it's true
1: yeah have you ever applied for jobs where they like really wanted someone who spoke Spanish with that
2: no because I'm like if I have to do this every day I'm gonna be fucked yeah and it'll just give me stress like I'll be stressed out Mm -hmm. and maybe get fired but like That's not even part of it for me. It's like the idea of like having to talk. Having to to do that. Yeah. Cause the, I guess it's like one of those things where it's not like fake it till you make it. There's someone that you're talking to that won't understand you. Do you know what I mean? Like I could be like, oh, I, I know Excel and like not really know Excel, but it's like, okay, you can like do some Googling and like, yeah. Yeah. Speaking a language is like, I mean, it's like
1: one sec and then you like Google it. Yeah. yeah. like,
2: They're like, we see what you're up to and it's bad.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I think one day they'll have technology where you can just speak into the phone and it'll spit out. They their language.
2: have some of that already. It's crazy. Wow, I got targeted ads for it.
1: I'm about to get them after this. Yeah, so sure. So,
2: yeah, I'll, there's like apps and stuff.
1: Maybe I'll, you know, reach out and say sponsor this podcast apps
0: because right now, only we can only reach
1: and english listener base and that's very limiting
2: it's so limiting
1: very limiting i i wish that we all could just speak
0: to each other but we can't a universal language i think it's food i think it's love
1: i just think love requires maybe some sort of knowledge of language to get to
2: no, <laughs> love is the universal language.
1: I, okay, don't love. I think we're in a feud about this, so. <laughs> is it me? I got to ask.
2: Yeah. All right, truth or dare. I'll do a dare.
1: Okay,
2: read your three oldest drafts on Twitter.
1: My three oldest drafts on Twitter. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my first one
1: is relevant. Sometimes I'm just walking through the world with a teeny little secret. Parentheses. My underwear is so neon, it glows in the dark.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Number two. When someone asks me where my hometown is, I always say, about an hour south of LA. Because I don't want to admit I grew up in Orange County. That one's not that funny. It's just, um. True. True. <laughs> and then this one. <laughs> and then this one. To make cow's milk, you squeeze the titties. To make almond milk, you squeeze the nuts. (laughs) Tweet that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's part of the dare. Did I add, should I keep in this little winky face or not? Yeah,
0: you have to. Okay. It doesn't make sense without it.
1: Okay, it's out there. All right. If
2: that goes viral, I wonder what happens for me.
1: (laughs) If that goes viral, then I, I do... I I take your note, read the stylist situation, and I I um
0: under the table. Yeah.
1: I did all of it, but it never happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, okay, truth or dare.
2: Oh, do you have a good one for
0: either? Whatever you want to do. Ooh.
1: There, why not? Um, can you go into your phone and your go into your screen time and kind of uh give us a little overview of what you've been spending the most time doing on your phone.
2: God, I wish it was interesting.
1: I actually see. asked Amr to do this and I caught him with a lot of time spent on OnlyFans. Um, but you know, he proudly owned it. So our progressive short king
2: a progressive short king i don't have an only i don't have an only account like i don't watch
1: yeah i don't either but <laughs> i
2: don't pay for my porn um and um does and that's awesome for him
1: that's why he's a
2: progressive short king exactly what am i looking at screen time why won't it oh see all activity i was like it won't really tell me so i'm spending four hour four and a half hours on instagram t- three hours on google maps <laughs> <laughs> um an hour and nine on messages Fifty nine minutes on TikTok, forty two on Gmail, forty one on Spotify. This one's kind of embarrassing because people don't really know how much I like sports. But thirty minutes on Bleacher Report. So it's kind of lame.
1: It's kind of versatile, I think.
2: Yeah, it's covering a lot of
1: bases. Where were you going on Google Maps that you spent that much time?
2: Um, well, what? How long is this? By? It's for the week. So I went to. I went to the beach twice. So the other day I went to. It was by, it was like an hour and a half away. Okay. And then the next day, or no, it was less than that. It was like 40 minutes away. And then the next day I went to Malibu.
0: Mm, Next to you, the
2: sky is so blue in In Malibu.
0: Malibu.
2: Yeah, I went to Malibu. But it was like really cold.
1: I feel like it's cold there a lot. It was
2: really cool. It was like 90 in L.A. So I was like, OK, we'll go to the beach. We went mm-hmm. to Malibu. It was 60 degrees, windy, no sun.
1: They should go this week because it's hot everywhere. Right. Well, even today,
2: it's 90 here in L.A. Mm-hmm. And in Santa Monica, it's 70.
1: Because they're of breezy water. Exactly. Well, so it's 70, like well, I can't keep going to the beach. 70, 70 degrees. Oh, you're getting spoiled. Yeah, I really am. Where were you? Were you always in Chicago? Or are you from Chicago? Or are you from somewhere else? I'm from Cleveland. Okay, but
2: I but I have family. Like, I grew up a lot, of, spending a lot of time in Arizona,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is like hot, really hot. hot. But yeah. Satan's armpit. Satan's armpit. My mom's trying to get me to go in like a month, and I'm like,
1: I don't know. <laughs>
2: it's kind of hot in the summer. Yeah, December. Um, but. No, I. If I'm going to the beach, I like to be in the water for like a good amount of time. But mm-hmm. I don't like to be in the water if I'm not going to get out and be hot. Like, I like to be hot enough where it's refreshing to go in the water, and then also like you dry really quick when you get out, and you're and like you're not cold, you're not soggy, shivering because yeah. you were just wet. You're like, okay, I'm like now toasting again.
1: There's a short window for that.
2: Exactly. So it has yeah. to be hot out. And it can't be in the 70s, mm-hmm. high 70s. Can be like seventy eight, yeah. And sunny,
0: yeah, yeah. I
1: don't, I, I. It's too much of a science for me to really, uh. No, I just kind of like to sit there, and I'll go in the water, and then I'll bundle up after. But I'm really hyperactive. I can't really just
2: lay anywhere.
1: Hmm. I don't lay. I like. I like fidget and chat and people will want to read their book and I'm like no 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 we're gonna
2: talk yeah um Lindsay who I was with was like should I bring a book and I was like um like if you want like that would be fun I guess if you like had a book and you were doing that and then I was I guess just watching that happen or whatever Mm -mm. she was like okay well bring a book chill
1: (laughs) It's like the beach is a notorious reading spot and I've never understood it because I have to like squint so hard to make out the pages anyway. And it's just, I don't like
2: reading period. So there's yeah. that also at play.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. We're really technologically. Reliant.
1: Reliant. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Would you like to lay a final to the dare on me? <gasps> Um,
2: What if I did a dare that was just so self-indulgent? I was like, okay, (laughs) change your name on Twitter to follow Shelby. Well (laughs) I did something so like truly insane. (laughs) Um okay, truth or dare. I'll do a dare again. Okay, okay. This one's kind of tedious, so I don't know if I want to give it. Um but it was going to be to change your voicemail.
1: (laughs) Okay. What should I change it to?
2: I don't know is the thing. I just think it's funny. Caleb, my roommate and friend and podcast co-host updated his voicemail recently. And I didn't know he did it. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is to give you some fuel.
0: Okay.
2: Some food for thought. I called him Mm -hmm. and he picked up and it was like, Yo, I'm busy. Like you're blowing up my phone. I'm busy. Leave me alone. Like it was so hyper casual and also mean that I really mm. did think he was on the phone, so yeah. much so that when it beeped, I called back to make sure. And I and I, but again, he was like, "Dude, I'm in a meeting." And I was like, "Yeah, no, that reads." But I had to check because you, um, so something really stupid, um, like that.
1: Okay. I'll play you my, my uh, burnt one. Hi, it's Yomni. Unfortunately, I can't make it to the phone right now. But if you leave me a message, if you name a number, I'll call you back as soon as possible. Thanks. Okay, have a great day. I feel like I do sound mean in that one too. but
2: This is almost more embarrassing because it's um so stupid. Mm-hmm. But do one of those ones from like seventh grade that was like, hello? <laughs> I can't really hear you.
0: Hello? Are you there? (laughs) (laughs) Got you. I'm not here right now. (laughs) Okay. Hello? Hello? Sorry, I I think you're breaking up. Hello?
1: gotcha i'm not here right now if you want to reach me you can call me back at another time and i'll get back to you as soon as possible hope you're having a great day love ya
0: it's so embarrassing it really is it's such hello? a stupid hello sorry i i think you're breaking out <laughs> hello
1: <laughs> gotcha i'm not here right now If you want to reach me, you can call me back at another time and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Hope you're having a great day. Love you. Okay. Well, there she
2: goes. You can't change it for at least a little bit.
1: I'm really excited for like a scam tax, a scam person. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess when we were doing that, we weren't really getting spam calls from like telemarketers. So no one was really getting. Yeah. Look at this. People getting pranked for like your message
1: I just got.
0: true yeah, they will
1: well thank you so much for joining me for this thank you for having me episode is there anything that you really are dying to let the listeners know before we go
2: oh guys i guess follow me on all stuff it's just my name and listen to my podcast keeping it's records
1: just your name it's, it's your name means it's a lot. so
2: much more than that yeah <laughs> Um, It's at Shelby Wolstein on all platforms because I'm not uh, terribly creative about that. And I have a podcast called Keeping Records. You can listen to that wherever you're listening to this. Um, yeah. And you should listen to it and then review it on like Apple Podcasts with mm-hmm. only five stars, five stars only.
1: So, your homework after listening to this episode, everyone one, go follow <laughs> Shelby on everything, go listen to Shelby's podcast. Uh, that's number two uh three go review shelby's podcast and also pillow fight so you're reviewing two podcasts number four so true number four this is the first thing we assigned you so you should have already done it but i'm reminding you again you have to tag i and say hello short progressive king progressive king um we love our short progressive we king. love our short progressive king so that's your homework assignments i hope and if you
2: are a manager represent me
1: Mm-hmm. Should I start managers, that? there's a lot of managers who listen. But I to this start platform? doing
2: that on all platforms. Everything I do, I just go. Yeah. um, Yeah. Follow me on everything. If you're a manager, represent me and really start getting desperate. About I, it.
1: I, I would like to say that I have a huge base of managers listening to this podcast. But I think it'd be very sad for me if I did, and they just kind of listen and don't have an. They just listen. They just
2: listen. They just go good good stuff well you know (laughs) love the podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) but like you I don't know about that but the podcast
2: is really good good stuff
1: all right well thanks so much for joining me thank you so much to everyone who listened catch you next time bye hosted on
2: dimlywit.com. Follow Big Comedy on social media at I Love
0: Big Comedy.